Hey, hey, how's it going? I hope you're doing well. I'm playing my Gibson LGO today, my trusty little mahogany Gibson guitar. Bought, bought this off a of guy in Rhode Island for $400, which it's a lot of money, but for, for one of these, it's just a crazy good deal. Got real lucky. I used to have a song kind of with this kind of chord progression. It was about running naked in the streets of New York. So I just got back from North Carolina and just had the, the dandiest time, the most fun time. So, you know, normally a gig like that, you drive, let's say, five, six hours and maybe you find a place to crash or you, you know, kind of pull a, a, a gig red eye, I call them, which is, you know, you just come back. <laughs> you just drive 12 hours one, one day for one gig. But um, turns out I have family right near, well, close enough, you know, an hour away. And, and so... Uh, Kate came along. We made a little fun weekend out of it. It ended up being, and this is my favorite kind of thing, is when I've got a gig, right? That's like, it's in the book. Someone asks you to do to, to do a gig, and you don't say no, or you can't say no, or you don't want to say no. And, um, you know, and then you end up kind of just really having a good time and getting to know, let's say, the local people or, you know, a local hiking spot or whatever it is, right? In this case, got to see family, spend the night there, go, went hiking in Hot Springs, North Carolina, which I'll tell you about. So gorgeous. Um, but I got this gig. I, I, got, I got this weird email. I got this weird email, and I get many weird emails, you know, and, and as I'm sure you, you do too. And most of it's, you know, spam or some guy in another country trying to make a buck or whatever it is, you know. I get I get these shady looking emails all the time, all the time. Um, but this one just something jumped out. I'm like, oh, this doesn't seem that shady, but it, it also did. But anyway, I re uh, I like answered it, and it was like, fill this thing out if you want to play gigs and stuff. I was like, what the hell? I just won't give them any important information in case it's a scam. But it wasn't. It was this lovely kind of startup that's trying to do cool things and trying to sort of revolutionize the way musicians like us book gigs. Anyway, she sent me out. For the first gig, here's your first assignment. You go out to Lenore or Lenoir, North Carolina, and go play a gig, right? You know, and the pay wasn't like what I would normally like expect for a drive that long, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But something about it was like, I, I want to do this. This is great, you know. And, and there's enough money where it's like they're respectful. No, no one's like taking anybody for a ride, and it's all good. Love, would love to do it, and ended up doing it. And, Long drive to get up there, but, it, you know, it got real pretty. I mean, you, you leave, you know, Nashville's in the plains, the great American plains, and it's very flat, but you go that way into North Carolina, and it starts getting really hilly and beautiful, and, and we got closer and closer to the Smoky Mountains, and you could see the high Smoky Mountains, and they're covered in snow, and it's hailing, but the lower mountains are are still, you know, are not, are not they're, they're all bare. There's no snow on them. Gorgeous contrast, just a beautiful picture, and 
um, you know, just got to have a, a fun, long drive that was kind of tiring, but but we did it, you know. And um, it is pouring outside. Um, so went up, you know, went up the highway and, and got to, to Lenore. And, and, you know, there's something cool about, first of all, I love taking the back roads if I can. In this case, I wasn't going to do that because it's already like a, almost a six-hour drive, you know. But uh, the the town was like way off the highway, so you get to like really, you know, you get to just drive through some towns and through some neighborhoods and really get a feel for it. You were getting closer and closer. And by the way, gas was like three fifty something, and and it's so funny that I was like, oh my god, look how cheap this gas is. So got closer to this town and it was looking kind of run down and looking at each other like, what is this? Oh my God, are we going to, you know, and, um, kind of didn't know what we were in for, you know, and I played some weird gnarly gigs before, but you know, I, and it like said the address and it was just like a bunch of like old abandoned buildings. And I'm like, is this a prank? I shouldn't have answered this email. What am I doing? This is crazy. I got to start saying no to things <laughs> like, it's just... but you pull around the corner over the river and over this little bridge. And there's this beautiful beacon of, of light, this gorgeous brewery, just state of the art, really nice kind of converted building. It was like a mechanic grocery filling station type thing, you know, gas station, whatever. So, Real nice building. They decked it out. Beautiful brewery. We get it. We you know we get in there, and I say hello to Angela, and 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 she shows me where to you know do the gear, and and then she explains the menu. Here's all the dark beers and the lighter beers. We get flights. I I want to try all eight beers, and I did. And my God, they were great. Then there's pizza, and it's really cute. This place, you know, I, I've I'm so in love with just small businesses because. I, I guess technically I'm a, a I'm not a great small business, but I'm a small business. But you end up, you know, you really get immersed. You you just get so immersed in like that culture and that community, and you become passionate about people, and you start rooting for them, you know, and their little dreams and stuff. Um, the comedian Louis C.K. has a really funny bit just about kind of this like upstate New York small business where it's just their dream, you know, and you go and it's the the bell goes clang and it's just you and them and you know, but. It's a funny bit. But anyway, so I become real passionate about this stuff. And, you know, who who wouldn't? You know, it's it's just like it's the best, you know. So um, so I noticed that she had hired, like I just noticed right away that the employees are either young, kind of like high school age boys mostly. And then or like, you know, you know high school, or early college and then older women. Right. And I was like, this is cute. And I kind of get it, you know. Um, the women are just kind of happy to be there doing a great job. They're out and about whatever. And then the high school kids, this is maybe their first job. And I just, I enjoy that dynamic, you know, and I, it was just cute, you know, um, said hello, met some other people there and they showed They showed me like the pizza menu and they're making these beautiful wood fire pizza. And my God, we got this local Wagyu beef, uh, meatball, like meatball pizza which is insane and then mr figgy which is like a kind of figgy arugula bacon he just with dates oh my god well no figs actually on the pizza just insane they have gorgeous sourdough bread um like the dough was sourdough for the pizza and it was just awesome you know and i'm like taking this in aunt and uncle show up just having a great time so happy they're there good to see them and then you know get to play this gig and 
you know, I'm in the corner, people are eating and breweries are interesting because, you know, you, you're essentially adding, you're, you're like, you're a vibe for hire, essentially. You're there to add to the ambiance, you know, it's not a freaking show. Um, but you know, so you want to, you don't want to get in the way, but there weren't a lot of people there. It's funny. I like started playing and everybody left. I was like, geez, I mean, I could really, I think you guys hired the wrong guy. Like I just cleared the room, you know, I'm like, no, don't worry. They're all, they were done anyway. They were leaving anyway, you know, but anyway, so it, but it was cute. And, and some people kind of moved over and started listening. And so it was kind of a smaller crowd, you could call it not a crowd, but small group of people and they were kind of listening, you know, so I'm like, well, if they're listening, I'll give a bit of a show and just start kind of rambling about songs and, and really just, you know, just attack it from a different angle. And it's interesting, you know, so um, I, I experimented with some of that and, you know, and, and I'm constantly like workshopping, like just being a good performer is such a uh, delicate, delicate thing, you know, and, and what I think what separates just the great performers and, and mediocre ones is just this smoothness, this practice, this precision. It's it's and it's so silent because everybody does it differently and you kinda have to find your own voice. So I'm constantly trying to get good at it and try to get better at it. So, you know, I took the opportunity to practice and, you know, you kinda try out some like jokes or quips or setups and, and you know, you, you, you try to just treat it like anybody, you know, like even almost like a comedian. I, of course, I'm not, my goal is not to be funny, but you want to just put your thing across and you want to, you want to hit, you want to, you know, you want to really just kill, you want to do a great job. And so that was interesting. It was two hours and played for two hours, had a blast, you know, and, um, yeah, but I was quite exhausted, drove, you know, six hours and then played for two hours and the pizza and beer really helped, I'll tell you that, but. So uh, before I, I, I want to tell you more about this little North Carolina trip. I had so much fun. But the week, the uh, last week, I played a bunch of open mics and kind of songwriter rounds and stuff. And rounds and mics are different. Open mic, you just show up. But I um, I ended up going to this venue I've been meaning to go to for a long time called the Bowery Vault. Bowery Vault is kind of like this New York City-esque themed uh, vintage store, cafe, bar, music venue. They have a real nice little stage with like, I mean, there's a goddamn smoke machine and lights and it's real nice, really good sound run by this awesome woman who I've kind of like, every time she sees me, she's like, I think I know because I met her years ago, right when she opened the shop when I visited Nashville. And 
I guess like we've been following each other on, on online, you know, ever since. So, but, but we finally like got like fully acquainted and all that. And she was lovely and asked me to come play a gig. But before that I was like, well, let me come and play the open mic, you know, and ended up at this open mic. Right. And I kind of, I stuck in traffic. So I, I couldn't go on right away. And I was like, I was like later you signed up and all that. And, um, this is in East Nashville, which is kind of like the Brooklyn of Nashville. Okay. Lots of hipsters. All right. I like hipsters. Some people like uh, whatever, right? My friends are hipsters. I'm a hipster. You're a hipster. Okay, great. But there, there was like, I I get a little bit defensive or cynical or something, you know, especially at open mics. And if there's people that I feel like are there, I don't know. I just, I just get kind of cynical and I'm not proud of that, but I do sometimes, you know, and I I just, I want to be blown away or I want to feel somebody's honesty. So this me, a couple of musicians, played and I just it was like it was painful almost to listen not because they were bad but just because they they were like like um like just not there was no love of anything it was it was almost this like I don't know it it felt like an annoying kid like (laughs) Jesus I can't believe I'm saying this but it it wasn't fun okay and another guy went on he was he wasn't a great performer or anything but he was so earnest and it was beautiful and then slowly like just some other people went on and and they were incredible one guy one guy went on he introduced a song he's like he's talking about how you know he's done he hasn't done this for a while and he's like well i wrote the song you know a bunch of years ago and my voice got deeper so let's see how this goes you know interesting and then he introduced the next song as uh i wrote this about a girl i worked with at outback steakhouse 16 years ago (laughs) And uh, I, I just, I loved him. He was just great. He was so funny and so lovely, and his songs were beautiful. And he was earnest. And then this other guy went on who had a perfectly pointy, beautiful nose, and really and a great musician as well. Played a classical guitar and played a couple of songs. I really liked him and um, said hello to him, and that was fun. Um, this other guy went off who looked like a logger from the Pacific Northwest and he was, he was really cool. And I sent him a message on Instagram like, Hey, you were great tonight. And, and, um, and he, you know, so we, we followed each other. That was lovely, you know? Um, and then, uh, and then I went on and had a really good time. Actually, I played just one song. Um, but it it was nice. Went over and the, the guy afterwards who I couldn't tell if I like, Oh, well, the guy, okay, wait, before that, there was this guy sitting next to me, slightly older gentleman, okay, who, you know, we were, we were like sharing a bench, we were like a little close, it was almost awkward, but it was nice, you know, we're, we're both drinking a beer and listening to the music, and he was kind of unassuming, and I was like, okay, let's see how this goes, and he went on, and he was incredible, um, Rich something, he, he did a song called Redemption Song, and uh, yeah, Redemption Road, Redemption Road, Redemption Song is a uh, Bob Marley, um, Redemption Road, and then he did another a new song called Paperboy or something, and he was killer, kind of like very Springsteen esque. He's from New Jersey, like that was clear, but I loved it. It was great, and if you write a great song, it, it's like it's yours, it's original, and there's nothing cooler than that, you know. Um, so he, like he he kind of turned my night around. Maybe I was a little bit grumpy from traffic and getting there late and whatever. I'm like, what am I doing, you know? Um, but anyway. So he went on and he kind of turned the whole thing around. So I had a great time. I did my song and 
there's this musician passing through passing through from like Louisiana and she was like, Oh, you know, she she was real nice, gave me some compliments, and I was like, Okay, this feels good. I like being told I did good. And then afterwards, uh, three musicians went up after me, or four actually, and they were all great. They were all just so good. Um, and we ended up talking, and there was like this circle of us after, and, and there was this fun moment of like, I think we all think we're good. <laughs> like we're all around here going like, oh, you know, you're great, you're great, oh, no, you're great, like a giant circle jerk. It was just like beautiful. It was quite fun. Like I was like, we could just take over the whole town right now, man. This is going to be amazing. So I'm actually getting coffee with uh, one, one of those sing- uh, songwriters tomorrow, um, and I'm quite excited for that, you know. It's always interesting meeting a meeting up with a musician afterwards and you're like, you know, um, but we'll see. It'll be cute, I think. And, um, his name's Dimitri. I'll let you know how it goes. (laughs) But really, he just, he had a beautiful song and, uh, I think it was called Wait and See, but just a great song and, um, just, just a killer night. And then I went right there to another open mic and just had an awesome time there as well. Uh, very few people went to that one. So ended up being just very relaxed and kind of chatted and, it's funny, I did that song, um, I did one of my songs, My Love Alone, which I, I, I did on the podcast a, a couple episodes ago, and I, I did it, and one of the guys in the front, front row was like, do you mind uh, talking about your songs? It might be easier for me to like get into it if you explain what it's about. <laughs> I'm like, sure, I'd love to, and you know, kind of walked him through the lyrics there, and that was fun. I was like, I'm no mechanic, but I know how things work. You roll up your sleeves and make diamonds from dirt. And I'm like, that's the feeling of, you know, you're, you're kind of, you're growing up in life and you're just a kid looking around trying to understand things and how things function. And there's a society and you got to fit into it somehow and, you know, and roll up your sleeves and make diamonds from dirt. You know, it's, it's a hard life, but you try to make it beautiful. And, and, you know, it was cute. You know, I kind of broke it down and it's a weird luxury when someone asked you to do that. Now I couldn't tell if I was pissed or if I was enjoying it, but I, well, I enjoyed it. Um, this must have been a moody day for me, my god. But it was super, super fun. Alright, I'm gonna try a little song here. Um, I haven't done this in a long time. Um, I don't know if I'll do the whole song, but it's a song I wrote um, a number of years ago. It's called True Love Dies Young. Here's a picture of me Taking a picture of you When I say cheese You know what to do And I've fallen in love With a gray and
all the rage these days And here's a picture of me Taking a picture of you Get on your knees, baby You know what to do do it in a different key i think but uh that was fun that was fun to unearth to unpack to de-dust um man that was a freaking weird and fun song to write um i was going through a gnarly time and uh kind of like confronted with um i think like the the cynicism of joy that kind of emerged out of like that Tumblr culture circa 20, you know, 13 or whatever the hell. Um, just kind of the over romanticization of romanization of like, uh, you know, just being depressed. And, um, that was a crazy time, man. Uh, but, uh, it was certainly felt like a, you know, a fun exorcism to write a good 
good release. Um, that last verse, uh, I remember you and your black. I'll remember you and your black swimsuit, electric eye shadow, and the modern love blues. <laughs> that was like, that was so fun. That was so fun to write. It's like that, that kind of, um, you know, uh, it, it's just fun when you write something that kind of like, it never feels. You never feel it in the in the moment, but you're like, okay, that was exactly what I what I wanted to write then, you know. And it's just like, okay, whatever I was trying to say, I said it. That good job, you know. That's that's all you're trying to do. Um. Anyway, so North Carolina spent the spent the the night, slept over with my family, aunt and uncle had a great time. Thank you to them. My uncle sometimes listens, so I love you. Thank you. You're the best. You know it. Um, and it's so much fun, you know, every time I'm there, it's kind of surreal. I'm like, I'm in North Carolina, I'm hanging out, this is great. It's just always fun, you know, and, um, and we like, literally, we, we, you know, we, we had to get back and all that, back to Nashville, got stuff going on here, but we're like, okay, let's, we'll get a hike in along the way, and, and they facilitated, and we ended up going to Hot Springs, North Carolina, which the drive from Asheville to Hot Springs was, was just beautiful. I felt like I was in like upstate New York meets like Manicina County, California or something. It was just beautiful. It was a little bit dry and hilly and rolling hills and cows and cabins and just gorgeous little ratty towns and, you know, some goats on the hillside. It was just beautiful and got to Hot Springs and, and uh, ended up, this uh, hiked a little tiny, tiny section of the AT, the Appalachian Trail and, and went up this little, essentially went up, like, hiked, zigzagged up this, uh, I just learned it's called a switchback when you zigzag up a mountain like that, um, zigzagged up this kind of cliff overlooking the river, um, which is what, Pigeon Forge or, or something, I forget what this river is called, it's the, it runs right through the town, center of town in, um, Asheville, uh, what's this river called, um, but, Absolutely gorgeous. Pigeon. Uh, Asheville, North Carolina. River. We could do this. We could do this. River, river. What river runs through? North? The French Broad River. Oh, okay. Maybe it's not Pigeon anything. The French Broad. Gorgeous. Okay. Um. Where did I get Pigeon from? I don't know. Um. So... Gorgeous little hike, you know, got got to really like look over, look down the river and uh, the views were just beautiful. I took so many pictures and they all looked the same, but had a great time. And um, It was just fun. I haven't been hiking in so long. It's so goddamn flat here here in Nashville and I was so used to the Catskill Mountains and stuff. And um, so it's been a while and it was just, it felt, felt so good. And then went down to... Uh, after the hike, well, met met this really cute like uh, these people on the hike. They're kind of on the road, like lived lived in their vans and stuff with dogs, and you know we exchange numbers. I told them many times, you know, they're going to come through Nashville sometime, so we'll, we'll get to hang out. And um, went to Hot Springs, North Carolina, the actual town, you know, across the bridge over in the town, and just a great little main street. And it's it's designed kind of for through hikers for people are doing the Appalachian Trail they could stop there for provisions maybe just get something in the post office or you know get a new pack if they've worn through their their you know hiking boots they get a new pair of hiking boots there and stuff like that um 
and you know got got some food there real quick and then then took uh, I think it's called Route 25 from Hot Springs towards Knoxville and just went this road just meandered right along the river and it was just a gorgeous drive and you know the songs were playing we were just feeling good eating the food that we got in town a little uh, spinach bareka spinach uh, ricotta that was like $13 and we're kind of pissed about that but then we ate it and we're like that was worth 15 at least it was so good and um you know, yeah just a great time and and got back got back home and you know just uh had the best time you know so grateful to do it and so grateful to headliner which is like the agency that booked me out there headliner um headliner with a y uh just super super grateful and yeah got a lot of fun things on the calendar lots of fun shows um that song, uh, True Love Dies Young, is on a record of mine called Bedroom Songs that I recorded a number of years ago to cassette tape up in Beacon, New York, the same studio that I'm that I, where I recorded my next album, which is going to be released. Um, but that I did like on a reel-to-reel tape machine. It's better quality. This I did on a cassette machine, but and it was mostly solo and then... Uh, songs were either solo, like that one would have been solo, and then some of them were with the cellist. And I kind of forgot about this album. There's like eight, eight or nine songs on it, and I kind of dismissed it. I was like, "Well, I'm a better performer now," and you know, there's like an immaturity to those songs. But then I, I was thinking about this record, and I guess that's why that song was on my mind. And I was like, "Let me, let me check out some of those recordings," and I did. And I was like, "There's an innocence in there. There's something really cool." So. I don't know what I'm actually going to do with this little album, but maybe I'll uh, I'll put it out like maybe I'll put it out after this full album you know rollout is done, which will probably take a year or two. But maybe I'll just like drop it, you know, just throw it out there if anybody wants it, and you know, just you can have it. You know, I won't, it's not going to be a whole, I'm not going to push it too hard, but it'd be nice to have those songs out. Um, I mean, if they don't go out like that, they'll go out another way eventually. But I think I think I'll just put that that album out. There's something really fun. Um, who knows? Uh, we're having a good time here. Um, yeah, got some fun shows coming up. Uh, trying to book something back in the Catskills. We'll see. I'm going home to New York for about a week or so. Um, would love to see you if you're around. If if you live nearby, you want to hang out, just shoot me a message on Instagram or whatever. And yeah. This has been so, so fun. Thanks for, uh... Thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful week.